One man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi everyone, it's Brian Timoney here and welcome on to today's podcast and we uh, Rob's with me. I never Hello. said that in the last one, actually. You, you didn't say Did that I? in the last no, one. It doesn't no, matter. So no, well. when you listen to the last one, I just uh, you know I you're like part him. of the furniture. It's like you just <laughs> expect you to be here. I'm always um, uh, talking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we are going to be talking about creating your own work. Oh yeah. Now I think we may have touched on this before, but um, I want to talk about it again because I actually think in the long run it's going to become more and more important. Um, for actors to be doing this. I think it's always been um, important to a degree, but I think the industry is changing so fast um, these days. Beyond that, recognition. Yeah, that is, it really is. it's really going to become a, an important um, aspect of this. And also because, you know, I've been, I do a bit of work on both sides of the pond and um, I usually see trends that happen um, in advance, you know, things that happen in America usually tend to permeate here a little bit later, but they do happen. And um, one of these things as well is the creation of own work. Um, now, a little bit of background why I think this is occurring, but for one, if we look at the music industry, we see in this happening or has already happened to a large degree. Now, what used to happen in the music industry is that, you know, you had a band or you're a singer and, um, you know, you went and played live and maybe you, you've done a demo reel or something like that, which is not perfect, but it's, it gives a good idea of what, what you're like. And you would give that to record companies and they would come out and watch you play. And then they would say, yeah, we like you. We want to take you on our label. And they say, here's a million quid. Go and make the album. And they would go and make the album. That's no, that's that sounds. That was that that that's that's long gone. It's long yeah. gone, and what happens now is that they're almost looking for the finished product. So they're wanting the um, the band or the the artist to not only write their own stuff but produce it, create it, do the album cover practically, everything, and give it to them and say this is the finished package. Now, do you take want that. do you want to market it? Yeah, mm. and they'll take it and they'll they'll polish it up a little bit but for all intents and purposes a lot of it is already done so um this is the the change and and i think it's all to do with technology and the easy accessibility to to high well what we would you know back in the day it would probably be called high tech but we're all taking it for granted now right i mean the fact is you can practically film um you know high quality film footage on your phone i mean this is totally changing what an actor can do. Yeah, the quality of camera you've got on the average phone is much better than the stuff that uh, uh, TV shows were being filmed on in the yeah. 1970s. Yeah. Or, or, or films. I mean, actually, no, films are, uh, are, are, are you know, a 35mm film or 16mm mm. film is excellent quality. It's beautiful. But... What you've got on your phone is better than anything Derek Jarman ever had, for example, that mm. film director. Um, mm. He used to film on Super 8. Mm. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Myself, you know, I so, anyway. So anyway, but you, yeah, it's a good point. And mm. I think the, the way that things are going, and I think this is a trend that is not, that started, not fully taken hold yet, but it has for some mm. people. Mm. And what's happening is that 
to get the attention of agents and casting directors and the industry, to get the attention of the industry, you have to create something. You have to be in something that actually um, garners some attention, that, that says, here I am, this is what I've got. Um, I'll give you an example of this, and this is happening a lot, is that there's a, there was a comedian, I forget her name, um, but she created a show called uh, Fleabag, and it was a, I think it was a sort of a stand. I never saw it myself. It was like a stand-up show. It was a, it's uh, with characters and so on. I think it was on at the uh, Soho Theatre, and it mm. did really well. Mm. And the she managed to get this picked up by the BBC, and they came along and thought, mm, we could make this into a, a sitcom, and they did. And it was on. I think it was on BBC Three, and it was very good. Now. The fact is, this actor created something that then got attention and then got the the BBC interested. Now, that's a very different process to the one that was happening 20 years ago. Now, maybe that did happen now and again, but it was very rare. It wasn't really the way things were done. What happened was that the BBC have a programme and yeah. they look for the actors yeah, to I mean, populate it, it right? It, it, I mean, it's, this sort of thing has always happened, as in... Monty Python, for example. Yes. Uh, you know, the uh, the Cambridge Footlights Review, um, uh, people doing, you know, d- degrees in the classics or degrees in history or something, all got together and did a silly sketch show and uh, and, and, and took it around the theatres and it got picked up by the BBC and, and, mm. and you know, the old boy network it was, really. And... Uh, and it happened. So this sort of thing has always happened. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 you're right, it's becoming more and more popular now. But the other thing um, about creating your own work is um, the nature of casting is changing. The nature of, of, of how all this works is changing, you know, as we've already said. And so um, I don't, yeah. th- th- there was there was a um, a presenter. OK, it's not quite the same, but he, he was a television presenter. Australian guy, many people will remember him, some people won't know, called Clive James. And Clive James was uh, the BBC's, one of the top presenters. I mean, he, he was pretty much on the same level as, you know, Attenborough or whatever. And he left it all, he gave it all up. And he moved back to Australia mm. and he makes his own stuff now from his own living room and he puts it out on the internet. And mm. he's got his own internet uh, TV channel. Mm. And... He gets millions of, of viewers, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and 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 they pay they pay to pay to view, <laughs> and that's what he does. That's what so he does. There you go. I think that technology is making these things possible, yeah. and you're right. You and people be, have YouTube channels, even. Yeah, you know, and you you can create so much very yeah. um, easily, actually, relatively easily, mm. um, and start you know putting stuff out there. And I think that for actors, it's going to become more and more and more important. I think eventually it's going to only going to be the actors that are creating that are going to. So get how does all this work? work? You know, there's presenters and the music business. How does all this work with acting then? So what you do is, I, I, yesterday I was in the um, the Actors Centre in London, and I met uh, an actress that I know who I'd, I'd done classes with in the past. I said, "What are you doing?" She said, "I've started my own production company." Mm. Great, and she said, "Yeah, what we're doing is we're making uh, short films." Mm-hmm. at the moment and uh, I'm writing them and producing them and directing them and being in them yeah and uh, 
and we're entering them for the festival market. Mm. And if they get picked up with the festival market, someone is going to give us money to go away and do a feature film, in which case then I'm going to be producing and acting in and directing a feature mm. film. And it's, you know, you see that, creating our own think, work. Yeah, for the film market, I mm. think that is how it's all going, mm. which is basically you've got to produce your own film, you know, a short film, mm. um, to get your to, to get your name out there. And I think that is quite a shocking shift in the, the way that people need to th- potentially think about acting. And you haven't only got to be an actor, you've industry. also got to be a producer exactly. and a director. And, uh, and you've got to do some casting. with A writer. A writer. When you think about all the other jobs. I know. It's like yeah. when you think about all the other jobs that are involved here. Mm. It's like, but you're absolutely right. It's so like a writer, a director, a producer, an actor. Yeah. It's like, so all of these jobs, you need to get, you know, potentially you need to understand in order to create your own stuff. Now, I'm not saying that this is all happening immediately because obviously there's still, you know, castings going on and, and that will probably always remain that and way. And there are still production companies that will employ people people of course of course that is that is always going to what i'm talking about is i guess this is like it's becoming more and more prevalent about the way of, of standing out within the industry of, or mm. getting noticed or you know of 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 people seeing your work in advance and then that gives them confidence to cast you or to to create your I mean, work Mamet says this as well doesn't he uh, uh, david Mamet, um that uh, he said uh, in, in in a couple of the books he, he's written that i've read he says Start your own production company, put your own plays on mm. and, uh, you know, get your own venues, put your own plays on and, uh, and, 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 and just do that. Just do it. Mm. And you'll be working yeah. and you'll be, you'll, you'll be getting, uh, no one's actually giving you a salary to do this, but if the play is successful, you'll be getting all the, uh, the ticket money and you'll be, you know, you'll be making money from it because you'll be, you will be the production company. Yeah, and so. I think I think it's about because <clears throat> every time you put something on, it's an opportunity to, to for people to see your work and for them to you know come and see it and have an opinion, and um, and I think yeah, and 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 not only theatre. I mean, obviously we've talked about film and how easy it is to create something, put it on the internet. Even if it, even if you're only creating from the point of view of I'm going to create a short scene and send it to a casting director or an agent, and and create new material that can be sent. Um, for people to view because the great thing that we have going on today is technology you know that um, back in the day when I first came into the industry the only way really um, was to get cast and directors and agents to come and watch a show that's all changed you can they're all sitting they're sitting at their desks they're sitting at computers you can send an email with a link to it and show them something immediately that you've created you've you've filmed yourself and uh, yeah I mean, in a sense, that's like a, a showreel. It is sending them a showreel, but you're sending them um, a bespoke showreel. Yeah, and I, and I think and it should be a continuous thing. Even um, you know, I, I'm talking different for you, Rob. You've been in the industry a very long time. You're an established actor, but I think for yeah. actors that are new to the industry and trying to break through, is that you know you, you kind of got to just be continually creating stuff to send people. You know, that it's like you know, it's not just about right. I've done my showreel. Um, and I'm just going to send that. It's like, well, what about creating something else? Maybe one a month and send, creating a, a short scene or a monologue or something like that for a particular for a particular bespoke thing. Yeah. For, for example, um, if you particularly want to be a soap actor and you want to be in one of the soaps, yeah, um, which is fine. That's okay. Very hard work if that's what the way, the way you're going down. Very hard work, but if you, if that's what you want to do, then uh, create a scene that you think would fit in to that soap or, or a speech or just with somebody. Else. 
and send it into the casting department of that particular programme. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. As as opposed to just send it to a n other agent. Yeah. Send it to that particular programme. Yeah, and they will watch that. You know, if they're casting something and you you can send something in, mm. and you could do it, and honestly, these things can be done so quickly these days. Something like that will be watched because they're looking to solve the problem, right? They've got a, they've got a part they need mm. to cast, and mm. you could potentially be the answer to that. Mm. Um, so I, I think that's a great idea and a great opportunity um, that we have to um, be able to create stuff quickly and get it into people. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the case, and uh, some people listening might think, oh, I don't know about this, it sounds a bit dodgy, because it used to be the case, no unsolicited showreels, no mm. unsolicited letters or, con- you know, only, mm. no unsolicited CVs even, only send them if they're asked for. Yeah. But now it's slightly different. You can mm. send them unsolicited. Yeah. Um, to some people, but not yeah, to everyone. Yeah, not to yeah. everyone. So, so do your research. Research. The last, the last subject of the last podcast we did was research last last month or last week, whenever it was. And uh, and so do your research into this. Who can you send it to? Who who who's wanting what? Yeah. What and, yeah. and get clearer whenever you're creating and if they say, something. No, if, sorry. And if they if they say instantly, if somebody says, but no no unsolicited show reels, respect that. Don't send it. Yeah. There's no point in sending don't it. Send they, it they, they don't want it. Because yeah. Because if they don't want it, they're very busy. They'll con- they'll find you if they want you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Another. Tr- trend that's happening in the states um when i was over there last um which i thought was very interesting i thought this is definitely happened probably already happening here actually to to some extent was that they're more interested in self-tape footage than they are in showreel footage or they're becoming more interested in it it's not to say they won't watch a showreel because a self-tape usually is shorter and they're seeing something that's a bit more rough and ready that they can watch in under a minute. And then if they like some of that, and they can watch that person do different self-tapes, so maybe they're playing three or four different parts potentially, um, they can watch different sides of that actor quickly. And I think that is probably the essence of it, is that they're looking to quickly assess... Is this person the right person potentially? Now, if they if they watch a self team and think, yeah, this person could be right, then the, the, maybe it's the show reel they watch in, in full or the, partially. But speed is becoming the ultimate um, priority. As in, they're looking in America particularly because the numbers are so big in LA that when they are looking, they're sitting at a computer 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 screen. They're potentially looking at like. 100 headshots down the left-hand side of the page or whatever, mm. and then they look and say, do I want to see that person? And then they click on that profile, and then they want to watch something quickly and easily. Um, so I was, I, I think that is, is actually going to... And in a way, it's exactly in line with what we talked about. In a way, it's watching somebody create something, um, or you know... On the on the hoof, you know, it's like just them doing it quickly, sort of. Yeah, easily. can we just say something about that to mm. to to, re, to reiterate what you've just said? Um, if you're going to do a, a, a self tape, don't try and make it um, like a polished professional production. Mm. That's you know, uh, and, and don't do it a million times. No, yeah. more often the, the first yeah. time is usually the best. Just right? do it a couple of times, yeah. two or three times, three at the most. I would have said. Do it three times and just have it you against a blank background. Don't have load. Don't dress the set and have you know makeup artists in to look at you know. Don't the, try and make it. Whatever you do, they're going to be able to do it better. 
well, yeah, the industry, and d- so don't try and be the industry doing it. No, I mean, I think with self tapes, you're right. Can just be as long as there's uh, decent lighting, and you can be heard. Decent lighting, you, you can be heard, and 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 there's no uh, distraction behind you or anything else going on. Yeah. The focus has got to be on you. Uh, you know, sort of head and shoulders, really, or, or medium mm. close up, which means yeah. waist up, um, something like that. And and, uh, uh, and 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 so just you know they just want to see see you more than hear you actually yeah and, and uh, the, there was a few exceptions to this I've heard that um, there was again uh, casting director in LA he was saying about a film she was casting and it was um, it was called the walk you know it was the the film about the guy that walked from one twin tower to the other in New York in a tightrope oh yeah and. She said there was a few self tapes they asked for, and one I think one was on a rooftop, and this actor went and filmed his his self tape on on a rooftop. What walking on a no no just no. standing on a rooftop, so he got the sense of being in the place. Yeah. I thought that was quite clever. I mean, it's not always going to be appropriate, or right? But sometimes you might think actually, if I did this, you know. Uh, in an uh, in an elevator or on a rooftop or in a you know somewhere that is appropriate for where the scene is set, mm. it's not always a bad idea. I think that um, you need to judge that it's not always appropriate. But I think um, you know sometimes you you know you just make a you know take a chance on something. Yeah, think, put yeah it that in might situ, work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so that that's that in a way I think self tapes when you think about it are self creations. Of course, they they're, are. They're, you're you're producing it, you're taping it. The only thing is, you're not writing it, but you're doing a lot of that work, and they're interested in you that. You could write it. You could write it. Yeah, yeah you could you write could, it potentially. But if you're going to write a self tape, make sure it's good. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Make sure yeah. it's good writing. Yeah. So I think it, it, that's that's interesting. I think because the self tape is the first indication and in, in, in of of self creation going mainstream. And it's becoming a screening process, I guess, for before people decide to bring you into the room. So something to think about. You've got, I think, for everybody listening, you've got to start thinking not just as an actor, but as a producer, a director, and a writer. And um, and I know, and not that's not for everybody's cup of tea. You know, some people just purely want to act. And I understand that. Mel Streep's one. You know, she says she's not interested in directing and producing or writing. She says I'm a gun for hire. That's the way she puts it. And. Um, and I think that's fine. That's fine. Sometimes you just need to accept what you want to do, and sometimes it isn't to do all of these things. Some people only want to direct. Yeah, they don't want to act. That's fine. That um, but I think you need to recognise where the industry is going, and if you are ambitious to kind of get stuff out there, get your name out there, and, and get seen, then it's something to consider. Yeah. In a nutshell. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, people have always had their own theatre companies, haven't they? Since uh, in for hundreds of years. Yeah, I mean uh, the, the you know uh, uh, Irving Henry Irving had his own theatre company. Um, mm. You know uh, uh, there was there was the grand actor called Donald Wolfitt back in the mm. back in the day. Well, when we're going back sort of seventy eighty years, you know, but he was very famous back then. He had his own theatre company, and uh, Kenneth Branagh has mm. now got his own theatre company. Or Kenneth Branagh has now got his own theatre mm. company, and a very good one it is. He's putting on some great stuff up there. The Garrick Theatre, I think, yeah. he's, he's putting stuff yeah. on, and it's great stuff, you know. And so, mm. uh, yeah, so he's. Yeah. If, if Kenneth Branner um, thinks it's a good idea, then it probably is. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty switched on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think that brings us to the end of that one. Go create, guys. Go create. Good luck. Speak to the next one. You've been listening to Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For a full transcript of today's show, go to www.worldofacting.com. We'll see you next time.